You're listening to the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, a podcast designed to help female entrepreneurs like you stand out authentically and genuinely on social media. I want to get you creating the social media content that may be imperfect for others, but it's right for you and your business. I'm your host, Kirsten Jordan. I'm a social media content strategist, and I'm excited you are here today. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social. I hope wherever you are in the world that you are happy and healthy and that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, I am so grateful for you listening in. And today I have a very fun guest, Sasha Lee, who is an architect and the principal of Eon Design. And it's the very first time I've interviewed someone in the design sector. So I'm going to be hitting her up with a lot of social media questions because I feel the design sector kind of skews more perfect images online. And as we know, I am all about perfectly imperfect. So welcome, Sasha. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Kirsten. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm going to ask you before I give you like a hard social media question. Did I say the name of your firm correctly? Eon Design? Yes, that's correct. Eon Design. Eon is the god of eternity. And when I was coming up with names for my firm, I wanted something that would really evoke my design sensibility, which is really rooted in timelessness, thoughtful architecture. Even though it's modern, there's always a constant string that it's not going to be out of style quickly. And that's how that name came about. Very cool. I always love hearing about how people came up with the names of their businesses because there's always a story behind it. And I love stories. Have you ever told the story of your name on social media? I actually haven't. You should do that. I should do that. I was thinking the other day, I need to add it at, at minimum to my website. But yes, I should put it on social too. Yeah, you should put that on your website, the story of your name for sure. So I am going to ask you a question. Do you love social media or do you hate it? Is it something that you feel that you have to do for your business or something that you actually enjoy doing? Honestly, this is the hardest question that you might ask me because sometimes I love it and sometimes I hate it. Yes, I always feel the pressure to be producing things for my social media account. I mean, you see so many designers out there that are just putting things out like day after day and it all feels like really great content. And as a small business, it's hard to keep up with that, especially when you know that other people might have a full team behind them to produce the content that they're putting out there. And also more years of experience in a bigger portfolio. So that part, I have a bit of a hate relationship with because I feel that pressure. I do love being able to express my creativity in another way besides designing buildings and spaces for people. And I feel like social media is a way for me to do that. So that's what I love about it. And also being able to let people in a bit on the behind the scenes about what I do, right? A lot of people have preconceived notions about what architects do. It's very glamorized in the media, for example. But a lot of the stuff that we do is just kind of grunt work and being able to put that out there on social media for potential clients or actual clients or friends and family and anybody to see. I think there's a lot of value in that. And I do enjoy that part of social media and having a relationship Mm. with it. So in a way, 
you're trying to demystify the world of architecture on yes, social media. Absolutely. Yes, yes. When I send out proposals to potential clients, there's always questions about why things take the amount of time that they take. For example, what is shop drawing review? Most people have no idea what shop drawing review no. <laughs> is, but it's a very important part of the process. And through platforms like social media, like Instagram, for example, you can let people in on those day-to-day tasks that are important parts of the projects that they wouldn't necessarily understand otherwise. And I think there's a lot of value in being able to do that for people. Absolutely. And I think for some reason, my mind is going to, when I think about architecture, I think about maybe it's not something for me. I definitely appreciate architecture. I traveled quite extensively around the world. definitely have an appreciation, but I don't actually quite know how I would work with an architect because I think sometimes you have this vision in your head of, oh, that's for like big buildings as an example. But what you do is different. Who do you work with in terms of architecture projects? Yeah, absolutely. I actually do a lot of single family residential. So I'm working mainly with homeowners and I try to make my approach very user-friendly. I know it's, it is intimidating. We have a ton of education and of course we're experts in the field of what we do, but it doesn't have to be complicated. And as long as there's open lines of communication, and as long as I'm helping guide you along the way, which is essentially what the architect is meant to do, whether the project is small or large or anything in between, I think that there's a lot of interest there. And I think social media is a way that we can help people understand what we do and understand that having an architect isn't necessarily for big buildings. Having an architect is about getting the most value out of the project that you're doing. And in terms of your approach on social to bring that to life, have you gone with the approach from a content perspective of showing the trajectory of a project from start to finish? Or are you more, here's the after shot (laughs) on my feet? approach. Right now I'm actually doing a start to finish project between you and I. It's my own home, which is a very exciting project for me, as you can imagine, but it also lets me be both the client and the architect and being able to explain it from both perspectives has been really great. We're at the beginning of the construction process now. We've been in the whole process for a year and I've been trying along the way to include my social in that but as we get into the construction for sure it'll be more and more of that truthfully I divide my social up into two sectors where my feed is the more pretty pictures and result stuff usually explaining what we did in order to add value to that job, because there's always an objective, right? Whether it's to create more storage, to create a sense of calmness in somebody's life, whether it's to invigorate them, there's always an objective to every project. So in my feed, I like to show the end result, but also how we came about that or what about that end result has been helpful for my clients. And then the the day-to-day stories is more like site visits, shop drawing review, like I mentioned, coordination, or the behind the scenes, you know, going to showrooms and looking at materials, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. That people wouldn't get to see otherwise. That's why you hire me to do the job is so that I take care of those things and you don't have to. But I think that it's interesting to be able to understand what exactly it is. Do you find a lot of your business comes from social media or is it a supplementary communications channel for you? It's mostly a supplementary communications channel. I have had 
had a couple of projects come through Instagram. And I also use House a bit as well, mm, which is a yeah. more design-focused platform. So I'd say those are my two main social media go-tos. Instagram, for sure, I still get way more engagement on it because they get to see that day-to-day stuff, whereas House is more fixed, pretty images and results-driven. I've had a few inquiries and I have a couple of projects through Instagram. I still get most of them referrals though. It's just, there's a comfort there in knowing that the person that you've hired has been vetted. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I wonder if it's almost... I bet you any money they're checking out your social media, though, even though they've been referred to you. It's like a resume, actually, for you, like making sure that, okay, this is Eon Design. They're legitimate. They're credible. I like the vibe that I'm getting for it. It's almost like a resume or an updated business card, I feel, these days for some sectors. Yeah, exactly. It's like having a portfolio, right? In the design profession, your portfolio are your projects, what you've produced. And it's today's portfolio, right? It's the most up-to-date. It's usually more up-to-date than my website is, even though I have a portfolio that's a PDF format document that I have. No, no PDFs. I know, I know. (laughs) They still like to see those things because then they get more of a project overview, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. sure. Everyone knows I hate PDFs. So I'm always trying to move people away from PDFs because they're not accessible content. I will say it's only with very seriously that the PDFs go out. (laughs) Not everybody receives one. But for sure, my social media is more or less my portfolio these days. So if I said to you, I want you to post a kind of work in progress photo on your feed, what does that make you feel like? Oh, no. Or I could do it, maybe. I think it depends. I I could do it in certain instances. There's always a part of the project where you kind of want to leave it unseen, leave something to the imagination. And I like to also respect my client's privacy. So as things are in progress, we generally don't post other than site visits or maybe material samples, stuff like that. We, We don't really post a lot of early design stuff. We go through approvals and permitting process. So we like to know that we have all of our building permits and everything in place before we start putting things on social media. We're in people's homes and it is very personal, the work that we do. So we try to be very cognizant of that. Yeah, no, that's really important. I'm curious because you actually do bring up a really great point about you are in people's homes. There is a privacy consideration because it's their home. Do you check with them before you post on social media or let Yes. Um, yeah, you yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something time. that's come up on this podcast before, but for individuals that have businesses where they're going to be showcasing products that are people's homes or something more personal, it's really important to get that sign off because it is out there in the world. And I have to admit, even sometimes I've seen photos or images of myself and I'm like, oh, I kind of wish you'd, you'd asked permission. I probably would have said yes, but still would have been good to check. Yeah, absolutely. For the most part, we do check. It's something that we have in our contract actually is about taking photographs and using them for social media and on our website and stuff like that. So it's something that we start the conversation with early in the process because it is a big part of my a big part of my business and the marketing efforts that we do here and then if there's any particularly sensitive images that we want to post yes we definitely talk to our clients prior to putting those up you mentioned instagram is that your main social media platform or do you use any others 
Yeah, Instagram is our main. I mean, it's just so visual and what we do is so visual. Mm. It's a kind of a perfect marriage that way. Maybe Pinterest too. Oh, yes. Yep. I actually, <laughs> yes, we do use Pinterest. We use it more as a project tool mm-hmm. generally. Oh. So How we do you use it as a project tool. So we have boards for our inspiration and our ideas. They're always hidden boards, but we bring our clients into that. So they, if they have Pinterest accounts, we encourage them to share things. We encourage them to comment on images that we're using. We have our projects on Pinterest as well and curated boards based on our design style and stuff like that as well. Something I'm more just tapping into now. I mean, I've been a Pinterest user for <laughs> well over a decade but as a business marketing tool it's new to me so it's something that I'm just starting to really get into yeah it is something definitely for consideration because it converts quite high to your website Pinterest because it's a search engine but then there's always questions about my clients are in Ontario so I want to make sure that people in Ontario are finding me so just really making sure that if you do go that route taking that geographic consideration into account with some of the content that you might put out there. But I really love the idea that when we think about social media, it's always very public facing, but Pinterest, you're right, it does allow for that private kind of social connection as part of your work. It's just, it's a different kind of social media, but your clients and you can connect and collaborate on projects virtually. And Pinterest is such a great way for for designers and architects to see preferences, I'd imagine. So my mind is going to, who else could be using that in this way? So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah, I actually find that pretty much all my clients when they do come to me are on Pinterest and Instagram. Those seem to be the two social media platforms that are prevalent for each person and it's because they are starting to think about ideas for their projects for their homes or their businesses if I'm working on a commercial project and so naturally I've gravitated towards them as well and yeah it has been such a wonderful tool especially right now during this pandemic, being able to connect with clients in a visual way without needing to be in the same space as them has been really helpful. I've been able to get really great feedback through Pinterest and the way that they've started the collaboration process. Because it didn't used to be so where you could have multiple people on multiple boards and comment on each other's pins and all that stuff. So it's been really great, actually. Yeah. Very cool. In terms of your social media, have there been any highlights or any lowlights as you sort of entered the world of social for your business? The beginning was hard for me, and that's because I didn't have any work to put out there. The projects that I do often take months, if not years, to complete. So I felt a lot of pressure to be putting things out there, but I didn't have any of my own work. And I didn't feel like I wanted to post other people's work. I don't want to take ownership of something that somebody else has done, even if it's an inspiration to me. I do that through Pinterest, but through Instagram, I felt like it needed to be authentically me. So that was hard for me to get started, really, because I didn't, I felt lost. Like I didn't really know what to post. So Um, how did you get around that? What did you do? I didn't do anything for the first little while. (laughs) Okay, you waited until you got your own projects. Yeah, I started posting some simple things like I post a photo of my business card. Yeah, I'm which, totally looking at your feet at the beginning. Yeah, right now. 
and then I started posting some photos of projects that I was working on. So I had some mood boards and stuff like that. And then it started to get into finished projects and more finished projects. And, and then the ball started rolling. And I feel like I've only really become very consistent, truthfully, in the last couple of months. I feel like I'm finally getting there where I've got a decent data bank of images that I'm happy with and that I think portray my business. I'm just getting there now, truthfully. You have a very beautiful feed. I actually do like your beginning posts. There's a photo of you in a pink sweater. It's quite lovely. (laughs) I also like the fact that you appear on the feed because I think entrepreneurs struggle with this at the times of what's that balance between personal and professional, but you are your business. So it's really nice that you're in there somewhere as well. Yeah, I try to be. I see a lot of designer speeds that are really beautiful, really perfect, really curated, but just completely devoid of any images of the person behind the business. And that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be fully perfect. I didn't want it to feel there was nobody running the show, that it wasn't me or a team of people. I really tried to be authentic and transparent right up front with people and say, listen, this is who I am. This is what you get when you work with me. And I'm going to portray that in every aspect of the business. So it sounds like you do your own social media right now. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. I have somebody who helps me. Once a week, we put out this really great series on our stories that is an inspiration series. So what day does it go out on? Ebbs and flows. Okay. Yeah. It used to be Fridays. Recently, we've started doing Tuesdays instead. And each week we pick a theme and it's always different. So we've done themes of different types of interiors, like kitchens, bathrooms, master bedrooms, all that stuff. We've also done styles of architecture. So we've done modern versions of traditional building styles like Georgians, like craftsmen, like farmhouse, like French colonial. We've done what makes a modern version of those traditional building styles. What do you do with that data? We'll take it and use it to inform the types of projects we're working on, for sure. We also just use it as a way to engage with people. So what do they want to see as an inspiration series? We get a lot of great positive feedback on it. I know a lot of people look forward to it every week and they look forward to being a participant because we do ask a lot of questions. But we also use it as a way for people to get to know us and our style and what is inspiring to us at this point in time. I think that's great. Do you message? So say I see it, I answer this or that. Do you directly message me afterwards? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You are like getting all the gold stars from me. (laughs) I think a lot of people do polls and then they don't do anything with that information. And that is such a missed opportunity to start building a relationship with someone who's taken the time. Okay. Probably a nanosecond to participate in something, but still has a great way to build that relationship, especially from the start on the right foot. The only thing I would say to you, I'm going to pick on you a bit, pick a day. The reason I say that is Instagram loves consistency. And I think everybody loves consistency and it's not the end of the world. Someone comes to mind, Janet, she's a dancer. I had her on the podcast before. Every Friday, she does Freestyle Fridays. And I have to say, I look forward to her posts every Friday because I see her dancing and it makes me happy. And so it's almost like you give people something to look forward to and it goes in their heads that, okay, on Wednesday, 
I'm going to check out Eon Design because I know they've got that, this or that series. Yeah, so. I know. We usually, we, we used to be Fridays and COVID is yes, what COVID. it is. <laughs> Things have moved around, but yes, I agree. We need to get back to that. That would be a great Okay. What have been some wins? The inspiration series is probably the biggest win. I think the second win for me personally is that I just feel more comfortable with it now. I used to really spend a lot of time thinking about what I was writing, the copy for the posts that I was putting out. And now I just feel more comfortable. I feel less pressure to make things mm. perfect. You can probably imagine that I'm quite type A. The work, <laughs> work that I do is very technical as well as creative. And so it's hard for me not to be a perfectionist, truthfully. Mm. So for me, it's a big win to not be a That's perfectionist awesome. in one aspect of my business all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if the projects still are, which they always will be, mm-hmm. I know that's who I am. But you're comfortable jumping on stories and sharing that. And yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect especially stories I always say to people like you can always delete it like it's not the end of the world yeah it's true for sure (laughs) nobody's gonna be like oh I think that was deleted because people are always scrolling so so for picking up on that I'm going to ask you one last question for other female entrepreneurs who might be trying to grow their social media presence and you know finding it hard to get started or overcoming that perfectionist desire, what would be your top three tips? I probably touched on them all already, but the first one is just show up. It does get easier as you go along. It's going to be hard at the beginning if you're not naturally inclined to talking to a small dot on your phone. (laughs) How awkward is that? Very awkward. (laughs) It is awkward, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's awkward, right? But just show up, just do it. And it does get easier as you go along and it'll feel more natural and people will respond to it. I I get a lot of really great feedback from those just off-the-cuff video, short videos that I do throughout the day. The other one is be authentic. I think people can really tell when you are just being yourself. Like I said, I try to be very transparent from my first contact with a client. And if that's, if my first contact with them is as a follower on Instagram, then I want that to be a reflection of me. I want so that when they start working with me, they're like, yep, that's you. I already, I knew who I signed up with. And then the third one is just don't take it too seriously, especially in the world of design. We've talked about this. There's a lot of pressure to have a very perfect curated feed and stories and everything. But you know what? I just, I don't think that fully resonates with people. And so just don't take it too seriously. Like you said, you can always delete anything. If something doesn't feel right to you an hour after you post it, just get rid of it. Yeah, that is true. Okay. How can people find out more about you and where to find you on Instagram? The best way through Instagram is at eondesign.ca. That would be A-E-O-N design.ca. And my website's the same, www.aondesign.ca. There's a contact form that you can fill in there and that will lead you directly to my inbox. So yeah, I look forward to hearing from people soon. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, well, I mean, we are all stuck at home and let me tell you, I'm fed up of my where I live. I would like to do something. I might be calling you. <laughs> For sure. You let me know. I'm here to, I'm here to help make people's homes into their everything. That's 
that's what I'm doing. And we're going to be spending a lot of time at home in the coming months, I feel. Yes, we all are. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sasha. It was very enjoyable and lovely to speak with you today. And I know everybody is going to find so much value in this. And as I said, this is the first time I've talked to an architect and in the design sector. So this is very exciting for me to hear about your social media approach. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kirsten. I really appreciated being here today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast. If you like what you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review or to subscribe so you can make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes. And I'd love to continue the conversation over on Instagram at Kirsten Jordan Digital. Until next time, keep being perfectly imperfect.